Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Side of Slaw, episode number 20. It's the big two zero. For real this time. Actually, For real, I I listened to the last podcast back, and I was like, oh, I didn't look great there. Eh, not our <laughs> finest moment, but we're okay. Too confident. But yeah, Tuesday, May 11th, 11 p.m. Eastern time. Got done Same with my uh, spring semester yesterday. Took two finals that I, that I thought was were going to go so bad. And they weren't. But it went as so good. Which never is the case for me in anything in life. Has anything ever gone correctly for you? No, never. So I was like kind of happy had a good day? when I saw those scores. I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> no, we'll do. And you did your tax return and you got some money I back. did. And I had a and had a nice tax return, which is funny because it has to do something with unemployment. But you ended up having to pay money. I thought I was, but I didn't have to. Oh, okay. Misinfor- fake news. Fake news. Fake news, people. Hashtag fake news. Hashtag. Not hashtag fake news. I uh, had to DD for a bunch of drunk middle-aged men this weekend. You did. Not fake news. Yeah. Super exciting. Super fun. Uh, was originally supposed to be Jackson's job to do that, given that mm-hmm. it's his boss. Um, and I guess kind of a friend of mine in a way, a friend of He's some weird, like, assistant. Jackson? Yeah, to Brian. Oh, yeah. Jackson's is kind of like a... I don't like know, I'm trying to compare a like general in a laborer, movie, handyman. Like I don't even know. He's like Mr. Smee. Anything Smee. that Brian needs at any time, minus anything sexual. Don't try and stop me, Smee. <laughs> that's literally Shmee, get off your ass. <laughs> that's literally what it is. I've yeah. never thought about that before. The captain. Yeah, Jackson um, is Mr. Smee. He is literally Hook. Yeah, Brian is Hook and Jackson Smee. Such an maybe it's not underrated, but like I love that movie. Everyone loves the movie Hook. But nobody talks about it enough. Yeah, it's just kind of like how everybody likes Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, you don't really have to. It's like, goes without saying that you like those movies. That, like, period of time in the 90s just made the most fantastic movies ever. My best friend's wedding. <laughs> it always comes back. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts. <laughs> always Julia Roberts. So good. Yeah, Tell I thought. Tell me of... about your drunken adventures. Well, hold on. You didn't I, wanted to, I wanted to bring this up since we're on the My Best Friend's Wedding thing. Of course. In the scene where she says that George likes to pre- likes to pretend he's gay, I just went, "Oh, it's me." It literally is. So yeah. one of and then our... he says, "Why would George want to pretend he's gay?" And then I can't remember what the response to that is, but I don't even have a good response to mine. No, Julia Roberts says it's like something that like he thinks it attracts women mm. or something like that. Yeah. But Which one of does. our favorite movies that we watch like literally every few weeks is My Best Friend's Wedding, mm-hmm. like with Julia Roberts, um, and we quote it all the time. I don't even know why. Like, it's a fantastic movie, but we just watch it so much. Can I? Can I? Yeah, it is a great movie. I love I love almost all things Julia Roberts, for yeah, being fair. In, I'm in the Team Julia Roberts camp, for sure. Oh, yeah, me too. Except for when she went through that weird period of the 90s where she didn't shave her armpits, which I wasn't super into. Not super on board with the hairy pits. Especially hey, at the Oscars. Shave your pits for the Oscars, shave ladies. Shave your pits for the Oscars. Or don't, because the Oscars is a joke. But like, Yeah, well, did you see... That's a different subject. We'll get back to it. What was I saying? Julia Roberts. We'll, we'll circle back to that. We'll circle back. Um, we just love that movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is fantastic, and you always relate to any character that is gay in anything, which mm. is funny because you're not gay. Even though I've had a lot of people genuinely be like, "Is he gay?" Mm. And I'm like, "No, he if just you could likes see to, my eyes right He now. just likes to pretend that he's gay." Why would he like to pretend that he's gay? No one knows. We don't know. He no thinks it's knows. funny. I do think it's funny. I think it's yeah. hilarious. I think I'm going to be making jokes about me maybe or maybe not being gay until I'm like 100. Yeah, that's right. At my obituary, right. it's going to well, be like a significant part of my life where they're like, for whatever reason, he thought it was funny to pretend that he was gay all the time. Your own girlfriend has told me at least two or three times, I'm never 100% convinced that he's straight. Yeah. And that's the way that I like it. Exactly. Keep people on their toes. And that's okay. And that's 
more than okay. Well, it's better it's than being the be. guy that's constantly like, I'm not gay. How dare you even make that joke? Exactly. Yeah, because I am everyone, extremely comfortable with my sexuality. You are, and there's nothing worse than that guy that goes mm-hmm. from like three to twelve so quickly. Yeah, so quick. Just you're like, okay, relax. We're in third hour geometry right now. <laughs> everyone knows that you're not into Parker. Okay, how about we just <laughs> take a breather? Take a breath. The bell's about to ring. Yeah, the bell's about to ring. Absolutely. It always is. But anyway, back into the weekend stories. So, Friday night, you guys went up to the lake. We did, so Jackson couldn't be um, Smee. Jackson could not be Smee. <laughs> I had to be the Shmee stand-in. So it was a whole thing where I needed to go pick this guy up from the bar. But he had his truck at said bar. So I needed to have a friend of mine who I was at his house playing cars. I needed to have him drive me across town to Jimmy's Pub in Lansing to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Now, the guy I was picking up likes to get after it hardcore right yeah he's a trades dude owns a construction company likes to get after you mean it. in terms of alcohol yeah okay because when someone says get after it you never know where they're going it's meant to be vague but in this case yes okay get after it is in reference to alcohol now we pull up and i give him a call let him know hey i'm ready to just you know i'm outside you guys can just come on out and i'll fire up the truck and get you where you need to get going right yeah so he says no come on in in a voice that is not no come on in it's just a bunch of syllables and consonants kind of meshed together in a way that a drunk person mm, would say them, correct okay. so i already know that i'm walking into the lion's den what time will. is it nine mm. has the evening begun oh the evening's been going on oh okay apparently didn't really know assumed didn't really know the evening has been going on so i walk in he's at the door Door swung open and is excitedly encouraging me to enter into the bar, right? Inside said bar, there's seven customers and a bartender, including him and his two friends. Okay. So we go in, we sit down. They, I can gather, have been there for maybe three or four hours. The poor bartender girl Mm. is doing her best, being charming and as, as fun and understanding as she can be with these drunk fellas. Um, eventually I'm able to round up the gang and get him into the truck. And these drunken men are very, uh, committed to going to Omar's, which for those who do not know what Omar's is, it is a topless bar in downtown Lansing on Michigan Avenue. Ugh, very classy joint, right? It's a creepy. That's uh, not great. If you ever find yourself at Omar's, you've made a mistake. That's the truth. That should be the slogan above their door. Don't I think call. I'm doing something right because I didn't even know that was a thing. Just don't but I live a very sheltered life. Yeah, which is, you don't need to, yeah, nobody needs to be there. <laughs> keep your shirt on in public. Eh, sir, keep your shirt on. So, drive them to said Omar's. Omar's closes at 11 because of the COVID mandates. Mm. We leave Jimmy's Pub at 10.15. Mm. I proceed to take 25 minutes to make a 10-minute drive. Knowing that I want the Omar's experience to be as short as possible and for the night to end as quickly as possible because I'm a tired guy. And that's worth wasting your gas, I'm even with soul. gas prices right It's now. not my gas, though. It's oh, his gas. Oh, okay. It's in his then truck. we're wasting other people's we're gas. We're wasting other people's gas. But I was punished in a way I did not expect because the My Thumbs Up playlist was playing on the truck the whole time. What is that? The My Thumbs Up playlist is said gentleman's playlist that is playing through his phone over the Bluetooth on the truck. And would you like to know what that playlist essentially entailed? Can I say Bob Seger? No, even better. 
it in- turned down for turned down for what? Oh, I I don't know what I was thinking. So loud. Okay. And that one yada 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 that song, <laughs> the whole time. How old are these men? Forty-seven. Why aren't they listening to Bob Seger? I don't know, and I was confused the whole time. But all I know is I really don't like those songs mm-hmm. at all. And it was playing at a volume that I would equate to the space shuttle taking off. And it was being sang along to the whole time. Okay. So long story short, we're on Michigan Avenue driving to Omar's. Get there. I just drop them off in the turn lane in the middle of the road and just say, have fun. Call me when you need a ride. Okay. Drop them off. I drive a few blocks over back to my friend's house to play some cards. Because a gentleman. Before they get out of the truck to go into Omar's. The guy takes a $100 bill, rips it in half, hands me half of it, and says, in a very drunken manner, you get your half and come back. <laughs> like that. What? Proceeds, what was that supposed to be? You get the other half when you come back. That's what he meant to say. Now, did he say okay. that? Maybe, maybe not. Genuine question. Yes. Can you tape that yes. back together and you use it? You can take two halves of a bill to like a bank, and they'll give you like a real bill for it. So. Okay. The more but, you know. The more you know. Anyway, proceeds to almost fall out of said truck on the way in okay but hey shake it off was it a nice truck very nice truck brand new truck so i drive back to my friends play some more cards get the call that they need a ride go pick them up then you get to hear the drunken strip club stories where guys pretend like they're better than the strippers but also they kind of are a little bit in love with them which is always a fun thing to get to hear where they get to explain in the very beginning of the story is about how those girls are whores, but also about how they feel bad for them because they think that they're getting pimped out by the black guys that work there because the black guys are pimps. Mm. And it's a very strange, definitely racially sensitive conversation that happens for a long time. Okay. Right? That essentially leads to the men confessing that, man, I wish I wasn't married so I could go hang out with strippers all day. And that's mm. fine. And Middle-aged that's fine, right? married women in the Midwest. Exactly. And so that's fun, right? I said women, but I meant men. It's okay. So drive them back. Drive them home. There are three men in total that I'm driving around, right? Mm-hmm. Two of the men get out at the first stop at the house on Stoll Road. Yes. The one guy gets in his truck, and I guess he apparently lived on that road, and I just said, all right, Jesus, take the wheel. Go for it. You have fun getting home. Can you be held accountable for that? Probably. But you know what? Such is life. That's a lie if something happened. Probably. Anyway, nothing happened. I drive the main dude home to his house, Mm -hmm. who at this point is so drunk that he can't talk. Mm. Not passed out yet, but can't talk. Now, I've been to his house a couple of times, always in the dark and always through like strange back roads getting there. So I'm pretty sure I kind of know where he lives, but I'm not entirely sure. That's the so it's me shaking him while he's trying to pass out and saying, I need to know where you live. Yeah. Right. He on the seventh or eighth attempt is able to get out the intersection that he lives on, which thankfully I know what that mm-hmm. is. And we're able to get him home, drive him up, get him out of the truck. He refuses my help and me assisting him and in walking into his house. Mm-hmm. He also has recently had major surgery on his legs and back because he was run over by a truck so he Mm. has like a really awful stumble and difficulty keeping his balance normally and now he is so inebriated that i think that he might die just from alcohol poisoning so he's walking right Mm. Ah. i think we need to have some conversations yeah 
walks into the house, gets in there, stumbles up the stairs in his garage, getting to the door, almost eats it, catches himself on the door, opens it, goes in the house, door closes. I'm like, okay, wash my hands of it. Good night. Yeah. I'm driving back. Because I still have my car in Lansing, and we do not live in Lansing. And I'm trying to figure out a way to maybe get some friends to tail me back to this house so I can take my car to go home because I work in the morning. Yeah. I'm driving. I get all the way back to Lansing, which is like 20 minutes from where his house is. Realize that his phone is still in said truck mm. because my thumbs up playlist is still playing, right? Okay. That. You were listening to that and you didn't think to turn that off? It was now on like the Cupid Shuffle and stuff like that, which slaps. So I was enjoying I'm, that. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes down, it's nice. Down, do you, down, do and then you're, you're like, am I at St. John's homecoming yeah. right now? You got a brand new dance. You got to move your muscle. Yeah. So anyway, I was enjoying the Cupid Shuffle thoroughly. So now he is blackout drunk. I have his truck. I don't have my car. I work the next day at noon. And I need to figure out a way to essentially get in touch with him in the morning to do like the greatest game of car swap switcheroo that has ever occurred i feel like that's so midwest am i wrong no i yeah because another place is people just uber around yeah yeah no and we're like no no we are gonna make it work and make it work exactly so long story short i was able to the following morning figure that out he had a home phone still and was able to oh call he was able to call his own cell phone which was in the truck that i drove back to our house because i wasn't able to make the car thing work so it worked out fine in the end but long story short is just uber yeah just, just uber. uber and it's funny because he suggested that at first yeah he also paid me way more money than an uber would cost anyone why was he paying you money just because you were supposed to pick him up and drop him off please yeah i guess that yeah. Well, I mean, you can't be angry at that. Which I wasn't mad at, and that made it essentially worth it was the cash, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, he is a nice guy, and I, I don't want to, like... Yeah, I feel like we should explain. So, the gentleman in the story, Brian, is good friends with my dad, and then also our younger brother, Jackson, works for him at mm-hmm. his construction business. Gets after it. Yeah, so that's the relevance. And that's what it is. Family friend, helping out a family friend, but a yes. weird night, to say the least. Oh, weird yeah, weird nights. I don't. I couldn't do that. I mean, it'd probably be weird because I'm 19 and I don't want to be in a truck with three extremely mm-hmm. drunk old men. But um, I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. Probably just from the music. Yeah, the Lil John and Meg Thee Stallion and was enough. Which to, is uh, so strange. It's a weird place. But anyway, yeah. And it then is. we proceeded to have the restaurant hell that is better known as Mother's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Forever. And it I was, was up north. Eight, no, eight to ten hours a day on both Saturday and Sunday, which is like a normal shift. And for those who don't wait tables all day, I get it. Like I've worked eight to ten hour shifts at other jobs before, mm-hmm. and it does not compare to waiting tables. Waiting tables yeah. for eight to ten hours feels like working forty-eight hours straight. For sure, because it's so physical. It's not only is it that it's it's so high stress mm-hmm. because you need to manage so many things at once. You're always moving at all times, and there are so many things that are out of your control that you're trying to manage all at once. Yeah. That it, it like ages you to do it. I believe you. And everybody's pissed. Everybody wants everything right now. No one is understanding. Mm -hmm. All the kids are screaming and crying and just want mac and cheese and chicken fingers. (laughs) All of the fathers in the room are just like, why am I married and why do I have children? (laughs) 
all of the mothers are just like, man, I wish I would have just been able to cook for us at home because this is horrible. Yeah. Over and over and over and over again. Right. But it never stops. And people just, we've decided that it's the day where everybody just goes out, which I guess I respect and I made good money doing that. But at the same time, why don't we just make hamburger helper? Why don't we just yeah. stay home? Well, I think it's it's just because it's like mom doesn't have to cook. Oh, no. I know exactly what it and why it is. How about just yeah. dad learns how to cook and just does it at home? Mm-mm. That's mm-mm. We As opposed to let's go drop $400 for the five of us to eat fettuccine Alfredo and drink craft beer. Yeah. And make my life a living hell. I feel bad for you. I don't think I could do that. No. <laughs> just no hesitation but i'm glad that you can do it and you can make well, that bank okay are you saying you couldn't do it in this like serving you couldn't do that or bar well here's here's what i know about myself just from life when i get in those situations i am able to be like i want to cry in a closet right now but i'm not going to do that i'm going to put it aside and i can get things done but mm-hmm. i also know in those situations i'm not the kindest of people because i'm mm-hmm. so caught in my head trying to get things done you get short short with people I, and i hate that but i do i'm like i need a bar no i don't know yeah <sighs> yeah it's it was a, a hectic weekend but at the end of the day money was good mm-hmm. can't ever complain about that i guess but long story short dad this is plural plurals just learn how to cook true and stay home mother's day at a restaurant is the equivalent to mom's on christmas day and they're hosting christmas that's go, exactly what it feels like. Go clean. Take everything in our <laughs> house that isn't essential to it being a house and throw it in your rooms and lock the door. Yeah. Yeah. You don't. What's that called? Peel the potatoes right now. <laughs> if you don't peel 95 pounds of potatoes in this sink in the next six minutes, I'm killing all of you. I know. Well, it's funny because we've only hosted holidays like so many times and I'm always like, grandma and grandpa, I like it when you host it. And (laughs) then they're like, I wonder why. And I'm like, because holidays aren't enjoyable if they're at our house. Which makes me think, are they stressed about it or are they just like... No, because it's just the two of them. They do like a single load of laundry a week. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Well, like our house, we probably make like the clutter and the mess that like a normal family makes in a week. We make in a day four hours four hours and it's true like especially because everyone's been home more because of covid um it's impossible to have the house clean unless it's literally everyone go sit in the front yard and i'm going to clean this house and then you can come back in and you can make it messy again yeah i don't envy those who have to clean up the messes i have two thoughts one um today's my first day having free time and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do my taxes which are due in five days which Which i did. did i 45 minutes ago I did. and it's midnight and it's okay because i got them done got and i was like i'm gonna do all the productive things that i've been meaning to do but i haven't been able to do because i've been really busy with finals and then our brother jackson was like can you propose to this girl mm, proposal me? let's talk about our proposal proposal that this was not a thing before social media nope. no it was not it's all about getting that pick it's all about your snapchat story but apparently it's a thing now and if you don't do it it's a big deal i never got proposed to we all know this Okay, so did I do a proposal. Yes, you did. Did I? You what did remember I do? the lipstick on the mirror? Oh, I did do that. You did, which such simp energy, by the way. But <laughs> like such simp. It's okay though, because it was original. Okay, here's my question with the simp thing, because I've always wondered this. 
Can women simp to men, or is oh, it just men simp to women? Your girl's a simp. You, oh. That's why I can't be and in relationships. And just to be clear, simping is just like hardcore sucking up, right? Sucking up and like doing anything to make that person happy. Okay. 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 So like an unhealthy level. Proceed. Proceed. So I Jackson was like, I need to do something. Can you figure it out? I said, sure. So I was Googling. I was trying to keep it simplistic. I got like a bouquet of roses and I was like, I'm going to make a poster go along with it. So here I am in Kroger, like lugging around this giant poster board and like roses. I come home and then just for like two hours straight, I'm like, ah, and I'm like drawing it out and then I'm getting the marker and I'm like doing the stickers. No, I was freehanding this. So I was just like, just trying to make it look. In the picture, it looked like the the handwriting was really solid. You did a very good job on that. That Because it took me two hours. Did you like sketch a pencil and then Yeah, and I had to. And then you have to go back through and erase all the pencil marks. It was terrible. And I was doing that and I was thinking to myself, the only time you make a poster is when you're 17 years old. There's no situation in adult life where you ever need to make a poster for a good reason. Posters are horrible, stressful. They never end up looking right. I hated it. Did it, Was it a nice thing to do for my brother? And I'm glad that I did it. Yes. But I did not enjoy the process. See, posters. Only you, when you're under 18. Yeah. Nobody really makes posters post 18. Mm-mm. Unless you're making awesome movie posters like these. Yeah. But... Here's the thing. You're hindering Jackson by doing it for him. Because it, it, it steals from the, the authenticity of the situation. Well, no, Promposal, she saw it and was like, your sister did that. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. And we've had these conversations with like, uh, you know, going back to when Caden and I were in high school. Yeah, Alex. When Yeah, with all the Alex stuff. Pretty much all of the, quote, romantic things that Caden never mm-hmm. did for Alex Christmas in those situations. Gifts, Valentine's Day. Was you and mom. That's yeah, all it was, right? For sure. And it takes And then it's so funny. I love Alex to death. But I would, like, see, like, we would, like, do, like, a Valentine's Day or Christmas uh-huh. thing. And she'd post it and be like, literally love my boyfriend so much. He's so sweet. And I'd uh-huh. be like, you know I did that. But you, I don't think she did. You already know what I did. You're that. like, you already know that I picked out them flowers and that eyeshadow palette for you. But... Yeah, it's true. How did you know I wanted the Wicked Witch of the North palette from we did. Sephora? Dude, the girlfriends that you guys had, we spolt them at Sephora because mm-hmm. we know what girls like. They don't what want a weird blanket from Walmart. They want makeup. Needs. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I don't really know what women would want for gifts other than food. Yeah. I can well, do that's food why thing women well. exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to go to other women for gift advice for women. Another thought that I had, speaking of Bob Seger and Kid Rock, the question, I feel like this is such a, a question people ask when like they're getting to know someone where they're like, what kind of music do you mm. listen to? And then you just go, I don't know, all kinds of stuff, like everything. And then they're like, no one listens to everything. What do you listen to? And I was thinking about that. And it's true. Everyone listens to everything. I don't know a single person besides my father. Who just listens to Bob Seger and Hank Williams Jr. Who listens to the same three albums that someone gave him in the garage. You're running against the wind, against the wind. And I know them better than anything, and I love them for it. But besides my father, everyone listens to everything. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, yeah. obviously there are outliers of that. Like how many people listen to classical music? Not a ton of people listen to actual metal, things like that. But yeah, like but classic for, rock, it, pop music, yeah, like trendy hip hop. Yeah, people listen to that kind of thing. So yes, I would agree. Well, I think, like, I, I do enjoy classical, and then also, me and Jude were up north on um, Saturday. And Are you going to say Sinatra? 
No, I you know I love Sinatra though. Okay. But we had to uh, drive into town to like get some chips or something, and there of course there's like three radio stations mm-hmm. up there, so we're like messing with it, and then it <laughs> it was the one clear station was like some old clear like blues jazz, and we both go, mm. Kenny G. And we were like, this is nice. And then we started being like, this would play at a bookstore in a movie in like 1980 yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And I don't know, like there's something like classical or jazz where you're like, it just fits the vibe. This hits different. It hits different. <laughs> yeah, it's mom and I were at uh, Sansu getting sushi last week and they had the same type of music, the Kenny G yeah, jazz thing. so nice. It's so soothing and it's comforting. It's so soothing. Yeah. Oh, well, Also very neutral. It is like, neutral. People will kind of be like, ha, it's like elevated music, but there's a reason why it's elevated music. Yeah, right? I know. Everybody's okay with it. Well, because you don't always want like freaking Ariana Grande. Mm. I don't think I said Ariana Grande. Is it Ariana? Ariana. I don't know how to say it. But you were just in the shower, which you love to have concerts in the shower. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't like listening to music in the shower. Mm -hmm. It's like my time in my head to have deep thoughts. You don't feel that way. That's your Dionne Warwick moment. It really is. But you were listening to music and I could hear every song. And then that killer song came on. Two, I had two killer songs. I did Mr. Brightside and No, no, no. I don't like Mr. Brightside. I think it's overrated. But the it other one. It is overplayed one, a little bit, but yeah. It is. But the other one, I was like, I forgot that song existed, and I'm going to listen to it on repeat for at least the next mm-hmm. three days. It doesn't look a thing like Jesus. It's so but good. It talks like a gentleman. Oh, I love that song so It's much. so good because it's one of those hype songs. You hear it and you can't be sad. There's a live version of that song on YouTube that I've watched so many times. You talked about it on the pod when you were on that Amazing. airplane and you it wanted was to listen to live thing. music. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yep. When I was on my live music trip on the flights of Florida. Yep. No. It hits different. It hits different. <laughs> this slops. This slops. Did we talk about that on here? <laughs> I don't know. We've talked about the Amish. This slops and this is different. But yeah, yeah. We started like joking I around I can't believe day. it's not butter. Yeah. This but, like, hits different. <laughs> like about Amish people like saying like relevant trendy things. trendy hip things mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i tell you what fam <laughs> this hits different <laughs> wait what was the jake paul thing oh got your hat <laughs> got that your hat fam <laughs> it fell off in the f- in the fields i got your straw hat elijah <laughs> got your hat fam <laughs> if that like well this segues if snl was to like ever do something funny again like ever that again. i would just die trendy elon elon musk pretending to be honest amish and stealing someone's hat and saying got your hat but like with an accent yeah yeah that'd be Mm -hmm. great Mm -hmm. but we are we all know how i feel about the amish though deep down we love them Mm. no Mm -mm. no hate i'm an (laughs) anti-amish not a fan you know we have so many amish listeners sorry to offend the amish in the house but i think you're less than Oof. I'm kidding. I Does the Amish have Spotify? That. But I do think exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. In exactly. So they're never going to hear this or else it seems like they shouldn't. But I just think so many of the Amish rules are like, oh, so you can't do technology stuff unless yeah. people offer it to if you. you in are which case Amish you can. and you're listening to this, we hate you. But like, it's a hypocrite, you know? Like, yeah, oh, little oh, like we're going to live in a barn and eat hay, but also we have Spotify. Yeah. What are we doing? You can't. You know what I mean? Are you paying the seven ninety nine a month? Oh yeah, you got premium. Is that tax exempt? You got tax exempt Spotify premium. <laughs> no wonder it hits different. <laughs> That's great. <sighs> so we're gosh. combining so many topics that we want to talk about. Elon Musk on SNL, 
the Jake Paul thing. Mm-hmm. And then there was the other one. I don't know. This hits Th- There's a lot of topics. A lot of stuff. Where do we want to begin? I don't even know. I do want to talk about for a second. You said tax exempt. Apparently in Lansing right now, there's Rolling. the... the, the, <laughs> there's the what? <laughs> we just... Oh, our, apparently. Apparently. That apparently. Kid, that video of that kid from like 2012. Oh, 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 we just gosh. rediscovered it. I do love that. What anyway, are you saying? Tax exempt? There was like the NCAA Division Three Women's Golf Championships in Lansing this week. So now, many words make it shorter. So many, exactly. NCAA D3 Women's Golf <laughs> Championships in Lansing, Michigan <laughs> at Michigan State University. <laughs> right? So there were a bunch of different women's golf teams, like groups of five or six that would come in with their coaches this week and have been like having dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, have I taken this opportunity to make a bunch of like off-color jokes about a variety of things at a table? Yes, yes, I have. Or one of them about did Tiger one of Woods? the girls? Did one of no? Did one of the girls say I used to serve once at a uh, retirement home? And did I say, man, I bet it was pretty dead in there? Did I say that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. You're the server that I wish I had. Did a guy say that he really enjoyed his steak today? And then I said, thanks. I butchered Howard this morning. Yeah, I did. Oh my god. Do I take the opportunity to try to make fun of all things and people and make uncomfortable comments that people aren't expecting in moments that they're not expecting? Yeah, I do. But you get so lucky with that stuff because not yet has someone been like, I can't even believe you just said that. That's so disrespectful. And one day it's going to happen. And when that day comes, I will be full. Full? Complete. Like you'll be like, I need something sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Now I need something sweet. Our favorite meme ever. I will be satisfied, satiated. Okay. I well, I'm, I hope that day comes, and that'll be a great story for the pod. Oh, when the day comes that someone's offended by my jokes, do you want to know a list of some of the things I've said to tables and no one has gotten upset about it yet? Did I ever tell you the Michael J. Fox story? Yes, you did. Oh, you I told did. it on the pod. I told it on the pod. You did. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm going to say it again because I love this story. And it was a prime example. This one wasn't even planned. This was me saying something in this form. But really, me and my consciousness was outside of it watching it happen and going, oh, I guess that's what we're saying. Do you typically go up to tables and think, I'm going to make this uncomfortable joke about butchering a cow? I just have things that pop into my head and I'm like, I think this would be funny to say. Because Mm. I think, not because I think they think that it will be funny, because I think that it will be funny. You have to make your own amusement in life. I live to make me laugh. Mm. This podcast is me making me laugh. Yeah. That's what it's about. And if you enjoy it, I'm happy for you. I think that's great. I'm like, I'm happy that I can make some happiness go out of the Give world. Give us a good rating. A lot of happy. Five star rating. Like, comment, and subscribe. Tell a friend about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. SOS. All SOS number 20. Hashtag. Hashtag started from the bottom. Hashtag two zero. Hashtag 2.0. Started from one. Started from one. Exactly. But I just want to say things that I think are funny. And often enough, other people giggle or just feel uncomfortable when I say them too, which makes me even happier when I do it. Yeah. Michael J. Fox story. I'm going to tell it again because I love it. Quick recap. Quick recap. Putting cheese on pasta for this table for like 15 people. I say to them, we used to have cheese graters. Think of the Olive Garden stuff where they push the cheese in and it falls off Mm. and it looks all neat. And then they say, tell me when. Tell me when. And you keep doing that over and over again. Right? Exactly. I said that we can't have them anymore. And as a result, I just have to try to Michael J. Fox this cheese off of this spoon right now. <laughs> and everyone got real quiet, including me, for about a two and a half count and then laughed really hard. Now, had it gotten to three seconds and no one laughed hard, I don't really know what I would have done. 
Had one of them said, our Uncle Bernie died <laughs> of Alzheimer's. Pour the cheese into your eye. Pour the cheese into my eye. Or not of Alzheimer's. What am I trying to say? Parkinson's. Yeah. Uncle Bernie died of Parkinson's last year. I think I would have just had to eat the cheese with my eyes. Yeah. I think that would have been about the only thing that you can do in that spot. Or just stood on the table and yell, I quit really loud. Yeah. I think I would have just taken off the apron, set it down, and said, have a good day. And just walked yeah, yeah, out yeah. the front door. But because also, you really can't come back from You that. have to be a little up on pop culture to know that that like he's... everyone in the world knows that michael j fox has parkinson's there's you no think so i mean you maybe think that if... if you took a survey <laughs> okay if you're nine you probably don't anyone the over the age people in africa would know that michael j okay. fox has if you pulled ethiopians over the age of 30 86 percent of them would know that michael j fox has parkinson's okay. beg to differ oh you would are you going to speak for all Ethiopians now? I just took a sociology class. I'll freaking survey all those people. I'll go to Lagos, Nigeria, and I will poll the street. And if I don't get more than seven out of ten Nigerians that are aware of the fact that Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's, then I will eat cheese with my eyes. Have y'all seen Back to the Future? <laughs> you know that he had the power of love, but now he just shakes all the time, yeah? <laughs> now he has Parkinson's. Now he has the power of Parkinson's. Yeah. That's uh, going to hell. No, that's, you're probably uh, like, right. Right, most people probably know that. Yeah, that's a pretty common thing. I'm sorry, Michael J. Fox. I think about the things that I've said and the jokes that I've made, even to myself in my own head about things that I've observed, and I think there isn't a reality that exists where I'm not going to have a lot of those things come back to bite me. Well, what's funny about you is that maybe not funny. You think that you What's are... What's funny about you is... It's actually not horrible. that funny. Um, You think that you are so hilarious, which I think you are. But also, I don't For need me. to tell you that because you already know. For me. Like, me think me hilarious. You think you're hilarious to other people, too. I mean, I think sometimes I get laughs, but mainly I say things that I think are funny and laugh at them after I say them. Yeah. That's how this game is played. For sure. And I think I think that's good. I Does like that your mean humor. I have an overly inflated ego? Probably. No, it's it's not even like that though. It's like you play the game like I do have an ego, but like you really don't. Because mm. like people who actually have an ego don't know that they have an ego. Mm. So I have a fake ego and pretend you that I yeah, have an ego. Yeah, you're secretly insecure and cry yourself to sleep every night. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. I yeah. listened to that. Have you ever listened to the slowed version of that song? That's the new Did thing they have I... like a guy with Down syndrome for a second? She's got post-traumatic <laughs> Down syndrome. <laughs> if you've never seen that video, please look that up. Post-traumatic um, Down syndrome. It's so good. Um, uh, what, what, were, okay. what were we saying? We might have to cut that part. That was too much. Probably. Uh, so another, that's a prime example of another thing that's probably going to come back to bite me. I'm going to wake up one day and just have Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> what? Crap, now we are canceled. Oh, so canceled. Not that there's anything wrong with having Down syndrome at all. They're, everybody, I, Every person I've ever met or better now that has Down syndrome is the nicest, sweetest person ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. 100%. 100%. Like, they're ever. just like what we should be in this world. Yeah. They're the most innocent, kind, sweet people that you'll yeah, ever meet in your entire life. Yeah, best intentions, all of it. Yeah, and it hits on the Michael Scott quote, where you don't call people retarded people retarded. You call your friends yeah. retards when they're acting retarded. For sure. Yeah. No, no shade. That no kid shade. who, in that clip, and like I think it was like Teen Mom, idiot. Funny, but complete idiot. 
I don't know who you're talking about. The is guy his name in that Dustin? TikTok that I sent you the, the, with the post-traumatic Down oh, syndrome. I think that was on Teen Mom. Mom. Just that was like on some, Teen Mom. some, I think so, some show like that. Like just some teenager who like has never been outside of his own town. Also, the fact that he said that with a straight face and wasn't kind of because he thought that was literally what it was. <laughs> after after a traumatic experience, suddenly <laughs> people just become like they just have Down syndrome. I don't <laughs> so even know if he rapid knows what onset that is. Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm oh. sorry. You probably have to cut all of that. That's okay. horrible. Okay, we'll cut that out. No, we're not. We're keeping it. It's too good. Can we talk about fun. our Instagram followers, how it's literally our mom, our Chilean Jew, Sonia, and then Sonia. four porn accounts? Which is all that I want it to be. None of them in English. I want, the goal of this podcast by the end of the year is I want to have 10,000 porn accounts and only three real people. And they're just our family members? And it's just family members. All porn That's accounts, none of which is in English. Hey. If you're a porn account looking for something to follow and not get a follow back, hop on this podcast. What is the point of those? They just want dudes that are like 12 or, or lonely to click on the thing and be like, I think she really likes me. And then but they don't they, get any money from that, do they? I don't even know. I think a lot of it's just like they give you malware and hack your phone and stuff like that. But Yeah. So we're not following you. Joke's on you. <clears throat> Joke's on you. Except for symbols. Sonia. I Sonia. think Sonia's a real person. Sonia could be a real person. And I love her. Could be. I was thinking earlier today, if our first merch for this podcast isn't Sonia the Chilean Jew, I'm I'm leaving. I quit this show. Okay. Well, I mean, if anybody's coordinating merch, it's probably you. So And it's just you would have be to quit Sonia over, the Chilean Jew. You could have to quit over your own inaction. I will. Yeah. Yeah. So we just need to start getting some sponsors and then we'll yeah. get that merch up. No, I'll sell some merch right now. Yeah. I'll do the gotcha hat merch because Jake Paul made a bunch of money off of selling them. So let's talk about that situation. Mm. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. So for those who don't know, uh, Logan Paul is fighting Floyd Mayweather. I believe it's June 12th or something to that. Somewhere in there. Like the second week of June. Um, in Miami. I believe it's in Miami. He's fighting Floyd Mayweather in a boxing match. They had a press conference at Hard Rock uh, Stadium in Miami, which is where the Dolphins play, and I believe also where the Miami Hurricanes play, uh, where there was an altercation where Jake Paul confronted Floyd Mayweather, Jake, not Logan, um, and they kind of got into just some stupid little yelling-ish match, chest puffing, and then Jake so got weird. close enough to him and was able to grab Floyd Mayweather's hat off of his head. And then proceeded to say, gotcha hat, which yeah. is kind of funny. Also, definitely was pre-planned and got a lot of people talking about the fight. Do you think that Floyd knew it was pre-planned? I don't think that Floyd knew it was pre-planned. Oh, I think okay. that the Paul brothers kind of had it pre-planned. Well, duh. Now, the best part of this, outside of the promotion, outside of the attention that it was garnered, all that kind of stuff, is the fact that I think that Jake Paul may have forgotten that Floyd Mayweather has eight enormous black dudes around him at all times. Yeah. Enormous who are looking for an opportunity to prove that they deserve to be paid money by Floyd Mayweather to follow him around. All day. Unleash it. So a blonde-haired, mohawked dude with a flesh-colored beard who also wears, like, Gucci sunglasses, who talks a lot of trash, and that's basically his brand, snatches your boss's hat. Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate green light. It is. To just... Payback, mm, 
George Wallace, the former governor of Alabama, for Jim Crow. Yeah. So they beat that boy like he was a member of the Klan. And it was kind of funny to watch on a it number of It went on for a long time. It, like, to the point where you're like, I think he gets it. Yeah. Like, I think he gets it. Mm-hmm. And it was also funny to listen to Floyd Mayweather say, I think he kept yelling, don't you ever disrespect me or, like, show me respect or something like that. Yeah. And just said it over and over and over again. Because well, here's the thing. Saddam. I just watched this for the first time before we started recording this. And it just baffles me how utterly out of touch with reality these two idiots are. Yeah. Like, in no situation they in don't life live in the real world. did that ever need to be taken there. Like, you would never but, walk up to someone and just be like, I'm going to start fighting you. And then, like, think that you deserve that level of respect but, from someone. They sell on pay-per-views. That's what they do. No, they do. Like, and I get it that, like, it's for advertisement and, like, honestly, it's very smart of them, you know? Um, This also... it's also stupid. The world that that happens in, right? There's, you know, DAZN boxing, Showtime boxing, ESPN top rank boxing. There's MMA. There's Bellator, UFC, uh, 1FC, uh, 1 Championship, PFL, all that kind of stuff, right? Those are legitimate professional sanctioned organizations that have belts that have no they are true professionals conducting themselves in a professional manner almost all the time this what the paul brothers are doing with like all these other celebrities and whatever else and with yeah. triller which is the platform that they do all their stuff on right that is like its own crazy sideshow yeah it's like a game. that's like where you put a silverback and a grizzly bear in like a pit together and you see who wins it's yeah. kind of just like for fun nobody no, really is. knows what's going to happen everybody understands that there's a lot of shady stuff that's going on to make this happen or whatever but we're fine with it you're cool Absolutely. with it and you want to see it happen well that and then it just breeds these guys with like such egos like you don't even know what to do with yourself but that's what makes it fun it makes it fun it's a, ma- it's a male soap opera no, when I get it, and I understand that it's entertainment, I just mm-hmm. think on like a human level, it's like, please go to church. <laughs> y'all need Jesus. Like I, I look at the Paul brothers, and I think y'all need y'all need them prayers. Y'all need them prayers. How many people no. do you think are praying for the Paul brothers every night? Tim Tebow. Yeah. It's probably about it. Can we talk about Logan's hair? He's been doing that for a long time, and it's tragic. He needs a haircut. Like the long hair that comes out? Like he looks like Justin Bieber, but worse. In like, like Justin Bieber in like, 2011? Yeah. And you're like, okay. Mm-mm. I guess. I don't know. Because I, I try to like look at like clips of like the impulsive sometimes, and I just can't stop looking at his hair, and I can't watch it. It's so bad. I guess a, a good buddy of mine from back in the day basically had the same haircut, so I guess I don't really think much about it. And I, I've Everybody just always did. known that to be Logan Paul's haircut, I guess, so it's kind of just yeah, how it is. I don't know, but I think about it. But yeah, that situation, I'm glad that they made their bank and that they hyped up that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I think that... They're about to get paid. They're about to get paid, but I mean, at the price of what? You know, you look like an absolute idiot to the entire <laughs> world. I don't know. I'd probably look like an absolute idiot to the world for as many millions as they're going to get. Let's talk about the billionaire divorce. Yes, the billionaire divorce. So, uh, as we said on the last pod, Bill and Melinda Gates are getting divorced. Mm-hmm. And obviously, was we're going to we're going to snatch each of them. We're getting yes, absolutely. I'll go scoop up Melinda. You can have Bill, or whoever they like, or whoever. I mean, hey, I'll hang out with Bill if, if for the right price. Mm-hmm. Now, a year ago, roughly-ish, is when Bezos and his wife split up. Now, the crazy conspiracy with this is that these people are doing this intentionally in order to liquidate a lot of their stocks because they see a market crash coming. 
Ooh. That's what a lot of people think. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say a lot of people. That's what some people online think. Now, it's a fun conspiracy mm-hmm. to play with, and I don't believe that it's true, but it's fun. Yeah. Because part of the idea of stock and something that a lot of people don't understand is that when people are billionaires and when we talk about, you know, who's the wealthiest person in the world, that kind of thing, almost all of their wealth is tied up in stocks and bonds. Yeah. And, you know, things like property and stuff too, but a lot of it's in stocks. You own a huge share of a company like Tesla, which is obviously what Elon has, Mm -hmm. or Amazon, which is what Bezos has. And those companies are valued at such a high price and your stock value in that is just an enormous, you know, billions and billions of dollars or whatever. But the issue is, is if you were to take that stock and you wanted to liquidate it, you wanted to sell it off to people, what it would do, and if you wanted to sell off significant chunks of it, is it would simulate to investors that the guy who started the company suddenly doesn't have confidence in it anymore. And it would cause a massive sell-off and everybody would dump their stock, which would mean as you were selling your stock, the value of your stock would plummet more and more and more as you were trying to sell it. Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to find buyers as quickly for it. Mm-hmm. So you would lose a ton of your money in doing so. But if you do it in a divorce where it's like, oh, I have to carve out this chunk of the stock and give it to my ex-wife in this divorce settlement where she can then sell it or she can control it or diversify it and move it into other things. It's like a way of deflecting blame away from not wanting to have your chips on the table anymore. No. So that's what some people think. Now, I I don't think that that's true because I think that those dudes are... Once you put in the time and the effort and the genius to create what they created, guys like Gates, guys like Bezos, mm-hmm. or you know Elon as well, you don't just play the game where you get like fake divorced to carve out some of it. You just don't do that. Yeah, I believe like, it. It's just it's just so risky, mm-hmm. and it's I don't think that anybody really thinks on that plane. I yeah, I don't think I believe that either. I think it's an interesting thought it's and like fun. if yeah, it's fun and um I mean I I would be surprised if that ever came out. Um yeah. but I do think that kind of going back to the Paul brothers, once you've reached that level of success in fame and power and your ego becomes that large, it becomes extremely difficult to make your marriage work. Yeah, I'd imagine it's tough. Yeah. I mean, you know, Bezos and Bill Gates are some very eligible gentlemen now. I mean, I mean, and that's got to be part of it. It's like I could have anyone in the world that I want. Um, but yeah, I also think that I think, what is it? Um, Bezos and Gates came into their wealth in a marriage. And I can imagine that would be difficult to go from like, we're just normal people to like, we're the most one of the most wealthy people in the world, um, couples in the world. Yeah, I mean, you know, look at Anna Nicole Smith's first husband. I'm trying to think of that dude's name. Um, oh, yeah. What is this dude's name? J. Howard Marshall. That's what his name is. Yep, J. Howard Marshall. Married him when he was like 90-something. Yeah, I know the story. Super rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dead in like a year. Yeah. Doesn't matter. She made a bunch of money or like at least and the I whole think family tried to it. sue her family tried to sue her mm-hmm. he got to be married to a hot chick for a while and ride out his wealth in his very 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 golden years yeah probably to the point of being bronze i don't know if that's mm-hmm. how golden bronze work but you get what i'm saying but um yeah i mean i think there's when you have that amount of wealth and influence you can kind of have whatever you want but yeah. also it's i would imagine not that i've ever been in a place where i've been that powerful or wealthy but i think that you likely get to the point where you're afraid of losing it 
mm-hmm. and you are obsessed with securing it and you're obsessed with obtaining more in order to insulate yourself more. Yeah. Like power only wants, power fears losing power. So mm-hmm. it seeks out more power to protect its power. Like all the time. And wealth does the same thing. Mm-hmm. Once you go from being somebody who has no money to somebody who has lots of money, you don't ever want to go back to having no money. So you just try to gain as much as you possibly can to insulate yourself from that. Yeah. So I think guys like Bezos and guys like Gates, though they have all of those things, I think the fear of all of their stock, you know, not that it's even realistic to think that, but the fear of them actually being flat broke and all of their stock assets and things like that collapsing and not really being worth anything or it being sliced and diced in a divorce, I think is petrifying to them. Yeah, understandably so. For sure. Well, especially since um, there's a good chance that neither of them had a, what's that thing? Prenup. Yeah, prenup written up. Yeah, I mean, because they got married before that they were super wealthy and influential. Which is why you should get a prenup anyway. Can we talk about how they're all ugly? Well, yeah. You can, I guess you just can't have it all. Oh, you can't be a super genius that's also a model? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Not a it. ton of those. No. Because, like, if you look at, like, Brad Pitt or something, he made his fortune off of his looks. Yes. So, I guess it, it does make sense that they're all, like, threes. <laughs> I'm, that's so hateful, but I'm just saying. But, to you know, to be fair... Elon used to be a lot uglier, but got like mm-hmm. plugs and got better looking mm-hmm. as did Jeff Bezos. Well, except Bezos doesn't have plugs. Bezos I mean, he just still got, isn't, uh, you ain't a prize. Bezos got in better shape and shaved his head and started dressing better and had nicer clothes, which made him look Duh. better. Gates is still just Gates. Yeah. But granted, Bill Gates Steve was also Jobs, always the glasses in the basement. Three. That's generous. I think Steve Jobs like one and a half. Really? Yeah. yeah I Unless it's it. Ashton Kutcher, Steve Jobs, in which case six mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or you... michael fassbender steve jobs which is like 4.8 there's so many people like popping into my head now that were talking about like wealth and stocks and stuff did you know that wolf on Sh- wall street that's based off of a real person jordan belfort yes who is on tiktok now mm-hmm. who teaches you how to create your own wealth yes that's interesting if you ever want to look up on that He's been um, on like Impulsive and stuff. He's talked to all those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why. I didn't know that that was like a real thing, but I've never seen the movie. Well, okay, fair, but yeah, no, it's it, the the Wolf of Wall Street is a book that was written about him. By him. Yeah, I can't remember if he played a part in writing it. I would imagine he would have had to have given yeah. the intimacy of. Well, the I, I like but. read his Wikipedia pages. I thought it was interesting. Usually, I can't really understand stock stuff, but I thought his story was cool. And I looked at his um, net worth now, and it's only like a little over a million dollars pathetic i don't know if that's even real though well I mean, not accurate but like the whole thing was like he lost a majority of his wealth i think he lost a good chunk of it but i mean i think he also still is very very wealthy well, not on the same TikTok. not on the same level of him making like because i mean the the wolf of wall street stuff takes place in i want to say the early-ish 90s yeah in which case he was making like in the movie it says that he was making almost a million dollars a week at the time right yeah so I don't Which think he's making crazy. money on that level yet. No. And I think that he had a lot of his assets seized by the federal government when he went to prison and things like that. But once you are someone who understands how to make money in that world, mm-hmm. you can figure out how to make more of it after you get out of prison, essentially. Well, I feel like, and this is probably not right, but it was something along the lines of like part of his thing was that for every month of his life, he has to pay a certain amount of money. Might be. till he dies. Or I don't be. even know, but that might be wrong. But I feel like sort it was something like that. Yeah, could be. Could be. I mean, when well, the federal government wants story. to go after your money, it can go after your money. 
I love stuff like that or like Molly's Game, how that was based off a true story. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Um, Have you ever read up on um, Elizabeth Holmes? Oh, yeah. Elizabeth, yeah, the lady who... With the Thanos? That documentary blew my mind that that even happened. See, it makes it, it is crazy, but it also makes complete sense for a variety of reasons. It does, but also she's insane in general. Oh, yeah, no, no, she definitely is. But it makes sense as to why people were so confident, why it was allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. It's because there's this supposed genius lady, right? Yeah. That like looks like Steve Jobs, dresses like Steve Jobs, wears like yeah. the turtlenecks and the stupid white sneakers and all that kind of stuff. For sure. And it's like, finally, it's like our STEM genius woman, woman who's going to be a bajillionaire, self made, like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And all of these famous people, all of these actors and investors and important people wanted a lot of it, people invested. Just wanted mm-hmm. it to be so true that they were willing to invest and just like. I know. Just never believe. stop to think like that can't happen. Never stop, never stopping. Just wanted to believe, right? Yeah. Well, if you don't know what uh, we're talking about, Elizabeth Holmes, there's HBO did a documentary on mm-hmm. it, and you can watch it on YouTube. Fascinating. Uh, basically, like some early twenty year old like created uh, a, hypothetically a machine yes. that could like test a bunch of stuff in your blood within seconds, and it mm-hmm. just it was never real. It was never real at all. Yeah. It was yeah. supposedly it was a thing you could put in like a Walgreens or a writer. Yeah, and like Walgreens, like they had it set up. Yeah. In like Walgreens, and, and stuff. it would just be like a finger prick, and it could just tell you everything that you would ever want to know about yeah. your body composition and your For blood sure. like and whether you were healthy you or sick or yeah, like everything. You know? it was supposed mm-hmm. to be essentially like a sci-fi in like not look into real. your body. Not real at all. Yeah. Too good to be true. Not true, right? My favorite thing about that was that like they interviewed one of her professors from college and mm-hmm. she would like go to her with all of her ideas and every single time she was like this isn't possible. You can't do this. And she was like no. <laughs> I think we can. <laughs> We're just going to do it anyways. When they go low, we go high. I know. And now she's pregnant. Oh, God. With the guy. Who's Sunny. the guy? the like her like little like you remember in the documentary like her guy that was like her sidekick and all the employees were like yeah something weird's going on there <sighs> but her court date is coming up and you know i'm gonna be reading up on that yeah i just that's a prime example of why you can't allow you can't want something to be true so badly that it blinds you to the truth yeah can't but do you also uh, think that like when you have that much money or fame or something like that you don't even care about money and you're like oh sure like it's not a big deal i think a lot of people lost sizable chunks of money like even to yeah i believe it in that ordeal yeah like i I think there were some crazy numbers involved in it yeah yeah that's a good point so long story short she's probably gonna go to jail right prison yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. she scammed a a ton of people out of lots of money yeah she did yeah, that's that's not like a fun little slap on the wrist. And I would have loved that documentary so much more if it wasn't for her voice. Every time she spoke, I was oh. like, "Oh my gosh!" She please. would make it deeper. She would make her voice so much deeper to like try to sound masculine, yeah. or I don't even uh, know. What, what I think we should do is hop on Excel real quick. Like and deeper assemble than a that. In like you just you listen to it and you're like you're joking, right? Like that's yeah. how you're gonna. And speak. everybody just bought it. I know. Like, if I was ever in, like, an investing meeting and someone was, like, talking to me about something in that voice, I would immediately get up and leave the room. I would stand up and say, hey, 
not real and just leave i'd be like why why are you talking like that but again i think that so many people wanted it to be real or were were too nervous to call bs in fear of being like oh like you don't believe women in stem kind of thing Mm -hmm. that they weren't like oh you're obviously a con artist yeah and we also can't see you know i I mean she did she did forge a lot of i mean all not a lot of all of the data all the numbers were forged all of it right all of it but it was never it wasn't until it was actually taken to a third party to have it be examined and tested that they realized that it was all bs for sure right but why did it take that long for it to go to a third party in the first place is the real question i have no idea i mean crazy stuff and also the fact like i'm sure she's a giant ego but she must have had some moment along the line of this where she was like am i stupid I don't even know if giant ego really does it justice. I think that she's just like a, probably a sociopath. Oh, 100%. That's just what it is. It's not a matter of I think I'm great. It's a matter of I think that I'm smart enough to scam the entire world, which she yeah. kind of did. For a while. For like a She while, created this giant to... like false reality and was just like, I'm living it. Yeah. It was wild. I think that's my new goal. Scam the, scam, scam the entire, entire world, world. Yeah. but what's crazy about it i don't remember obviously hearing about that when it was coming out but i feel like just as a person i would have been like how is that possible because the whole thing talk was like me through how you can draw yeah. my blood and know all things about my genetic makeup and future diseases like it was the size of like i don't even know a desktop computer mm-hmm. and then and you're like it, and it does all like these you have things. a macbook air with a diabetes blood sensor plugged into it like it like the things that it promised to do just from like basic classes that i've had i would be like i don't think you can do that <laughs> It's I like think I, I think things. I'm smarter than everyone involved. It's mentioning in metachlorians and the yeah. force a lot. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm like I know the Punnett squares and you can't do that. See the two baby eyes make it recessive. Yeah, crazy. Watch that documentary if you haven't. Definitely do. I do need to watch. I need to watch that again. I need to watch this. The what's the C C conspiracy? I the need C to watch conspiracy. that too. I love documentaries. <laughs> if you didn't know, docs are trendy. Docs are trendy. You know what? Well, that's what's fascinating to me, and I want to go into something in that in college. If I want, I apparently I need to be in trades now because that's where all the money is. But he just rolled his eyes. Um, but I love like people's minds and like like Elizabeth Holmes, Chris Watts, like that kind of stuff. Minds then, and not be. I know I should. But like everyone, because everywhere I go now, people are like, "Well, you know, trades is where the money's at." People don't even need to go to college anymore are lots of great opportunities in trades and trades is a great option for a lot of people for you it's not because and i mean that in the nicest most I've sincere had, way possible i've been surrounded by five men my whole life and i've never picked up a hammer before do you want to be the woman on like a road crew that just holds the stop sign out on the road that's what you do with your life if i'm getting paid fat bank i will well first of all you wouldn't for that second okay. of all okay. that's the life you want it's not the life I want, but here's what I feel when we were talking about this upstairs. I feel like right now in my college life, while I don't really totally know what I want to do, mm-hmm. it's just me talking to some LCC advisor in their basement who maybe doesn't speak English that well. Okay, and they're great. just like, I guess you could take this class. And I'm like, well, that's not really helpful. So I feel like I'm wasting my time, my money. Well, it's important to focus on them and be like, I literally just need, I don't have classes I want to take. I need you to give me the curriculum that I need to take to satisfy these specific requirements. So for you, it's the MTA, the Michigan Transfer Agreement. Mm -hmm. You have to harp on those people because they get sidetracked. 
they don't fully understand things very well. No, you need to like verify. I always and think during these things, I'm like, how did you get this job? It's not difficult to become a counselor at a community <laughs> college. There aren't I'm a sure bunch, it's not, but I'm like, I'm what? sure that they're very nice, great people, but there aren't a bunch of Elon Musks lining up to be yeah, counselors at so. CCs, right? Please someone tell me good careers. Yeah. But it's also important because as I was talking about earlier, you're at a phase in your life in the early college experience where there are literally an infinite number of things that you could do with yeah, your life, an infinite number of directions doors. that you could go. And it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You're just stepping up into this world where you can do literally anything and you don't want to mess up. You don't want to pick the wrong one. Yeah. And I was there too. You don't want to make the wrong decision. But you have to pick something. You have to start mm-hmm. somewhere. And you don't have to get married to that idea. But you do need to start down a path. And once you start going down a path, if you find out immediately that you're like, yep, I hate this, sweet, go on a different path. Yeah. But you're not going to know unless you actually start trying stuff and then you start exploring different things. Well, that's the first couple years of college that. you're really supposed to be like. You're taking some classes. You're like, I hate this. I don't hate this. I kind of really like that. I hate this. You're weeding things out. Yeah. And you also have to understand that a job is never going to be like Perfect. what you live and die for. Yeah. It's, it's never going to be, gonna be what makes you super excited every day. And you shouldn't look to find purpose in your labor. Mm-hmm. that shouldn't be where you find what makes you happy and fulfilled in life is through doing that. I think that very few people have that. And for them, good for them. But for me, I've always known that it's going to be in my family and my friends and, you know, some basic hobbies, faith, things like that. That's what's really going to make me feel fulfilled. It's not going to be, you know. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah, I'm not going to be like analyzing cases. It's not going to make me super happy in life or, no. you know, wiring up a house. It's just a work to do. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, not I feel like definitely we're not getting into that. That can't. does make me happy and feel fulfilled. I think I definitely know what I hate by now, but it we'll just talking does... about the things that you hate. Um, I hate anything with numbers. Yep. I hate math. I hate science. I don't hate English. There's some like I like the humanitarian. The, what is it called? Humani- humanities. That I like the humanities, um, but also I just hate school, and I, really I didn't. School. I didn't hate it as much in high school. But now that I'm in college, I find myself being it's like, I literally hate this. Oh, it's a drag. No, I get it. Yeah. And like, but again, like you're in ended. this very temporary garbage setting where you have to keep taking things that you've basically already learned before. Yeah. And you have to pay true. money to do it, which is a giant pain. I know. But once you get annoying. to the second half of your bachelor's degree after your first two years, it really opens up a lot more into things that you can tailor to what you'd like. Yeah. Which makes it more fun. And then if you end up going to grad school for something, then it's all about ideally things that you have interest in which makes college much more doable. Well, something that I've thought about is I really do enjoy medical stuff. Like mm-hmm. when I took like anatomy and stuff, loved it. I just don't like medical things in real life. Mm. So, I mean, that's something it's that I... everywhere. Yeah, I don't enjoy that. But that's something that I'm going to think about is like, what can I do in the medical field that doesn't require me seeing people's guts gush out? Dr. Grace. Gush out. Dr. Grace, I have seen 14 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, so not to brag you or Remember anything. that one time when that one guy died? All of the episodes. And then you always, I don't know why, but you've asked me which one is McDreamy and McSteamy too many times. Is McDreamy Patrick Dempsey? Yes. And then McSteamy's another guy that I don't know. Matt Sloan. I don't know who Matt Sloan is. That's his name on the show. Oh. And he's hotter than Patrick Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey, okay. Right, I'm looking up Matt Sloan, not in a gateway, but just like, you know. You I don't want to know what he there. looks like? I hated Patrick Dempsey in Grey's Anatomy. He was such a little pathetic, emotional, just like, I didn't like him. I don't. The vibe now, 
just in case anyone's like looking to date me, the vibe just now is like Mark Sloan, not Matt Sloan. Oh, whatever, Mark Sloan. Um, is the masculine mm. men, and I think I've been thinking about this. Oh, you're attracted to masculine men? That's weird. Doesn't make any sense. Are you going to bring that up right now? No, I'm just saying that that makes complete sense. It's sarcastic. Like you're a woman who's attracted to masculine Oh, men. I thought that you were going to That'd be like if, I'm a, right if I'm a man and I'm like, I'm really just into chicks that like rugby. Well, and, here's uh, what I'm going like to say right now. And no shade. Everybody's got their own type. I get it. But I think in the past decade or more, there's been this influx of men in this new generation who are... Why do you sound like you're 57 years old? I don't know. Who are more feminine who are um have perms now um like, i don't get the perm trend i don't get the perm trend but it's like i see that and like the men that are being presented to me in this town i'm like Ugh. and that's how i see it and i just i think that some women are into that and were for a while and they liked having like my my boyfriend likes feelings and like plays fortnite but now I we like Fortnite. We like Fortnite. We do. But now I'm seeing more women my age, my friends, my peers, whatever, being like, I want a freaking man. I'm going to go to Texas and I'm like, literally, like, it's like we went too far to one side. And now all the women are like, mm, well, I don't like this fair, anymore. The men quote that you're dating are boys right now because they're like 19. They're boys, you're not but a man don't when you're you? Like 19 or 20. That's true, and I understand that. But don't you feel like men now who are like 19 are like compared to men 50 years ago? Well, eh. It was a much different world they lived in, and I think it that's was. the point that you're making. But yeah, yeah but uh, I mean, but it I, does, and I think that delayed adolescence yeah. is a real thing, and it's going to be a number of years yet until you start getting to like men who are men who have jobs, who have responsibilities, who aren't. Dudes well, I that hope are you're right. Perms and Gucci slides, right? Like it's gonna yeah. take a little while it's to get to that point. It's just not like it just makes me hurt inside, and I I wish I could be more attracted to those men, and I'm just not. Mm. Just makes I wish me I was into you, hurt but I'm inside, not. and that's why I'm single. I mean, there's other things. I'm not gay either. Sure about that? Have you ever thought that I was gay? Or be honest. Because Jude told me that he did. I don't think that you're gay. I just think that you're more of a... I would say, like... What is the sexual where you just don't want anybody to touch you or be oh around you? You think I'm asexual? Is it asexual? Yeah. I thought asexual was, like, self-reproducing, which is not what humans do. But No, I right. think that that's just when you're not attracted to anyone or anything. I kind of just think that you're kind of just like your space. Yeah, I like my space. I think that I have a lot of um, things that I've been trying to work through with myself when it comes to That's relationships. I've been trying to work on myself as of late. Yeah, I have been. I've really noticed. Translation: I'm super single and no one wants me. I'm super single and no one wants me. Um, and I also think that I've realized in the past few months some habits and some bad habits that I have in relationships that I need to work through. Such as. To one day be, I'm a simp. You sent part, huh? And it goes, and I mean, it, it goes back to a lot of stuff, but I think that I have this mentality about me that gets into a relationship, and when things are bad, instead of being like, hmm, guess things aren't working out, I have this part of me that's like, I'm going to do everything in me to make this work and like make this what I want it to be. When that other person couldn't care less if I was in the room. <laughs> well, you shouldn't, I guess, quote, <laughs> You shouldn't simp. do that. Well, you shouldn't, I guess, simp. <laughs> 
meaning I guess apparently try hard in a relationship for someone who doesn't care. But you should My for someone whole who does. Life. But you should for someone who does. And if yeah. two people care and want to make it work, then that's mm-hmm. And that's ideal. nice. That's and and obviously that's the goal. But so far in my life of being 19, I've never found that. And that's okay. But I'm oh, just recognizing. You're so old. I'm so old. So much fun. So much fun. Well, that's what I mean. I'm young. Like, I, I have time. But yeah. I've just, I've recognized you're that about myself. Time. And I'm like, I need to not do that. Yeah. No. Well, we'll have a different relationship talk podcast. But we will. You boys getting tired because it's like 1230. And no. we've been we're probably at doing this for, We're at 107. We're at 107. I think we it had some like other things like we wanted to talk hours. about. But um, we can, maybe we'll do hours. another episode this week. We've only been we doing might, one. We might double up. Yeah, we can get to two. We might do like a fun Friday episode. That'd be exciting. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a man. If you have um, an old Ford truck and occasionally wear worker boots or car hearts, my number is 555-6969. Yes. Let me know. Anyway, thank you everybody for tuning in. Yeah, thank we you so much. We appreciate you. You be the best. Remember to give us a little follow on IG at side of underscore Salah. Unless you're a porn account. Unless you're a porn account, in which case we want you to make more porn accounts and follow us even more. Yes. Again, our goal is by Christmas 2021, we have 10,000 porn accounts following us and five regular people. And our mom. And our mother. So thank you very much for tuning in. We appreciate you and take care.